What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. There is nothing in the world, on the planet, in the whole universe that makes me more excited than when someone's like, I'm going to start a business. That is, uh, just gives me all the warm and fuzzies and it gives me, gets me so excited because there is so much we get to learn as humans, as people. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much we get to learn during entrepreneurship and as we start and grow a business that we cannot learn any other way, like at all. When I first decided that I was going to start this entrepreneurial, I can't even still say the word, (laughs) this entrepreneurial journey, like officially as an adult, because I've, guys, I've been wanting to be an entrepreneur since birth. But when I decided I officially wanted to do it, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I really didn't. I was like, oh, I'm just going to figure out a way to make money and that's all I'm going to have to worry about. No, that's not true. (laughs) Instead, you have to learn things like sales and copywriting and how to form your business. What the heck is an LLC? What are taxes? Like, what are all of these things that I don't know how to do and was not taught in school? (laughs) I have to learn how to overcome my mindset blocks of charging and receiving money, and putting myself out there, and, you know, being kind of like the face of my business. I have to get over my insecurities, or I have to figure out how to work with them so that they don't stop the growth of my business. You're gonna, you know, when you're starting a business, you get faced with every fear that you didn't even know that you had. And so when I say, you know, it grows you in a way that nothing else can, I really mean it. <laughs> like you're going to grow in in like the craziest ways. And I'm talking about this right now because I'm so excited. One of my friends is a couple of my friends together. They are starting a nonprofit and I've got to gotten to watch them grow and create like their vision of what they've been talking about doing for years and they're actually doing it like she put in her notice to quit her job. Like it's literally just so exciting. I get butterflies just talking about it and oh, it is the coolest thing. So they're creating their nonprofit. Guys, they just asked me to be on the board. What? I'm so excited. I think it's just the coolest thing. But all of this to say, if you have ever thought about ever in your life, starting a business, I encourage you to do it. Not just because it's super cool, (laughs) not because it's super fun, because it is, but it's a lot of work. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You can talk to my husband about the times that he would come home and I was in the fetal position crying on the couch. Yes, that's true. And I still cry about my business sometimes because sometimes you get in places that you've never been. You know, when you up level in your business and you get to I don't know, different, what do you call them? Like pillars, I guess. I don't know. When you get to these different pillars, things feel different and there's new 
obstacles that you have to figure out how you're going to tackle as a business owner. And that can be really hard and really overwhelming and almost discouraging. And I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, start their business and then decide that it's not for them because there's a lot that they came in contact with, like as they were growing, that was really hard. And they decided that what was best for them and their mental health was to go back to the nine to five. And that's totally fine. That's literally so fine and so fine because you have to do what is best for your mental health, obviously, right? We all have to do that. And if your business is getting you to a place where the mental health isn't that great because it's very stressful, um, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that come up. If it's getting there, then you need to make that decision and decide what's best for you at this moment. Like you do not have to push yourself into, okay, we are just getting on a whole soapbox right now. Here we go. You do not, I repeat, you do not have to run yourself to the ground in order to prove that you're a great entrepreneur. I just don't believe in that. I understand the hustle. I understand like working hard and the blood, sweat and tears. Like I've been there. Like I understand. I get it. But I also think at the same time, like you need to focus on the balance of your mental health. That is so important. And if your business is getting you to a place where your mental health is not great, things need to change. Okay. They really do. And whether that means delegating the things that are getting to you, weighing you down, stressing you out, delegating them to someone else who can handle it and take it off of your plate so that you don't have to worry about it, or whether that means things need to pivot, or maybe you have an offer out there that is really stressful, what happens if you take that offer off the market or you reposition it to where it's less stressful, you know? There's a lot of things that you can do, but I think we get, man, I don't know. This podcast is going into directions that I had not planned, but that's okay. I think it's important to, of course, like when you're running a business, you need to be concerned about the dollars that are coming in, right? If you're not making money, you're not running a business. That's what they say. But, but I also think that there are ways that you can bring money in that are not as stressful. And so if your blood pressure and everything is rising because of certain areas of your business, it's your responsibility as the business owner to recognize where the blood pressure is rising, what tasks can you outsource, which ones are causing you the most stress, and how can you get them off of your plate. And you may be thinking like, Amy, I'm not there yet. I don't have the money to outsource it yet. I get that, 100%. But I'm also going to challenge you there because I've been in places where I've wanted to buy Facebook ads and I didn't have the money to. I didn't have the money in my bank account to purchase the Facebook ads. And so I looked around my house to see what I could sell. I put up a garage sale because I needed money for Facebook ads. I sold things on the Facebook marketplace so that I could have money for Facebook ads. Like there are ways to do it that may be uncomfortable, that may, you know, stress you a little bit and that's okay. But if If you are in that place, you got to get creative and think of ways that you can bring in more money into your account that's maybe in ways that aren't in your business. You know, maybe it is selling stuff around your house so that you can't afford to get Facebook ads. That's okay. Like some of the, you know, some of the people that you're probably following right now have millions of followers or this or that or whatever. You don't know some of those times where they were almost bankrupt. Or you may think that they're making millions a month when really they're breaking even and they don't have a lot of profit, if any. There's a lot out there that I think it, you know, can be like smoke and mirrors and things like that, you know? And so you have to be careful with who you're following. But all of that to say, 
It is, like I said, your job as a business owner to take things into your hands and get done what needs to get done in a way that suits your mental health, okay? And I'm going to get off my soapbox because I could talk about that for a really long time and we're going to continue on <laughs> with what I had planned on talking about in this episode. What I had planned on talking about in this episode <laughs> is the excitement that comes with starting your business and remembering and reminding yourself of that excitement. So I'm saying this because... I'm thinking of all of these things as my friends are growing and starting their nonprofit. They have been talking about this for years and it's always been exciting and it's always been, um, you know, like, oh, I can't wait to do this. Like, we could do this. We could do that. Like, all the ideas flowing. You know how it is like when you're getting started. So stinking exciting. And then you get to the place where it's like, oh, it's really happening. Like, even more butterflies, maybe some nerves happening. And then you get to the place where the paperwork and stuff comes. And that place in itself, so many people, and this is why I told them too. This place can feel very overwhelming, you know, when you're formulating the nonprofit, if you're formulating the LLC, like whatever. This place can feel very overwhelming and this place is why a lot of people stop moving forward because they get overwhelmed. They're like, whoa, this is really happening. Hold up. What, 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 where do I go? This is a lot. And if you keep pushing forward, you're going to get to the other side. That's how it always is. You just got to keep pushing, get the paperwork done, the stuff that's not super exciting, right? So that's the hurdle that you're probably going to face straight out the gate when you decide that you're going to start your business. That's hurdle number one. If you can get through that, you can accomplish anything. That's what I say. So once you have all of that done, you got the paperwork done, you're like ready to start rolling, then it's like fun stuff again. And then you may hit another place of, you know, feeling like, oh, snap, when it's like, you know, maybe you're dealing with employees, maybe you're dealing with outsourcing, maybe you're trying to figure out what the offer is that you're putting together. Many of you have courses, membership sites, digital downloads, and you're trying to think like, wait, there's all these different software platforms out there. Like, how do I even pick which one is the best one? Well, there is no best one. Unfortunately, there is not one that trumps all the other ones. You know, of course, depending on who you talk to, they're going to say this one or that one, like whatever. There really isn't. You have to sit down with your budget. You have to sit down with your goals and figure out what suits you now because what you decide now as a new entrepreneur, like in the beginning, is probably going to be different than you five years down the road. The software that I was using back in like 2015, even like 2009 when I started my blog, back in 2009 I was doing like, or pre-2009, it was Zanga, and then I moved to Blogger, and then I moved to Squarespace. And I, you know, you can keep up leveling as you move um, and as you grow. So you're never in a place of like, this decision is the decision for the rest of my life. You're never there because the, the entrepreneur that you are in the beginning is going to be totally different than year two, year three, year four, year five. I never thought that I would launch a children's book. I never thought that I would be on Shopify. I know, you know, I, there's so many things that are so different than when I, even just like three and five years ago that I've changed. And it's because we grow and we evolve and we move forward. And so it's fine. So when you're getting to those places of feeling like you're overwhelmed or you don't know what that next step is, or who am I to be doing this? Or I'm feeling like, (laughs) you know, in a place of like feeling totally stuck Take a deep breath because we're all right there with you. I want you to remember in those moments of the excitement that got you here in the first place, that excitement, that drive, that like butterflies in your stomach when you go to bed and you wake up because all you can think about is the business that you're growing. Think about that excitement and reminding yourself of that is going to help you get through those hurdles that aren't so fun, but 
but you got to do them, right? You got to do the paperwork. You got to send the sales emails. You got to do this. You got to do that. Remember the excitement because that is going to move you forward, okay? And surround yourself with people who have that excitement still. So, you know, me, I don't need, I don't know if you could call me seasoned, seasoned entrepreneur or whatever, but <laughs> me being surrounded by people who are just starting like that, like they're starting their not-profit and they've got the butterflies and they're like in the thick of it right now. And I'm telling them, like, I understand, like, I've been in the thick of it, I've been where you are, you have to keep pushing, like, some of this stuff isn't going to be super fun, keep visioning yourself in your shop, like, in your place, and everything that you've built. Focus on that, and it's going to make it 10 times easier to move through the stuff that's not so super fun, okay? So, keep moving, keep growing, remind yourself that where you are now is not where you're going to be in five years. You're going to keep growing, you're going to tweak, but do things right now that will help you, will help your mental health, will help you keep you keep moving forward. And just remember that you're not stuck anywhere. You can always tweak and pivot and move into a place that feels better for you as you grow as an entrepreneur. Okay, so I hope that was helpful and I'll see you in the next episode. Aw man, this episode's over, but that's okay. You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired. Come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there, and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out, and you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.